Hey everyone, and welcome back to BMX News, a weekly BMX news show where I talk about everything that happened in the previous week within the world of BMX that I think you guys might care about. I do these live now, so if anyone's watching and has any questions or I missed something that happened this week or anything happens while I'm doing this, let me know in the chat and I will get to those at the end. I'll give a couple minutes if there's anything to talk about from the chat and I'll acknowledge it along the way. But let's get right on into the news this week. You saw in the title and thumbnail of this video that Nigel is now on Jordan brand officially. <clears throat> so he had been riding for Nike for years now. Now he's officially riding for Jordan brand. And this was posted on the Vital BMX uh, on their webpage and they shared it on Facebook. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about this whole entire concept of Nigel and riding for these big brands and all these people who are talking crap about Nigel and corporations, all of these things and saying they just want to make their money in BMX and all of this. Because I saw a lot of comments in there from people who are hating, but I also saw just as many comments from people who are like, yes, like he's making money. Awesome for him. And that's kind of my opinion on it. And what I want to say to the people who have this uh, opinion of, oh, he hasn't done anything in years. When's the last time he put out an edit? All this crap. What I want to say about that is the fact that it's better for Nigel to be making money from Jordan and apparently specialized now because he's got a specialized on his, uh, sticker on his frame and all of the big name corporate companies that he is then to be making money doing what he's doing from BMX as a whole. The, the people are you should be mad. I want to rephrase that. The only thing anyone should ever be mad about with Nigel is if he was doing absolutely nothing in the world of BMX and nothing for bikes in general, which he definitely is. He's got his own foundation. He's doing all these things. And he's trying to do good. If he was doing absolutely none of that and he was where he is and he was getting paid by a BMX company for doing nothing. And guess what? That exists right now with some pros that are out there. There's pros out there taking money from the BMX industry itself. That's where I think people are confused with all of this in that Nigel is not taking money from the industry. You don't buy a special, maybe you buy a specialized frame, but I don't know who's buying specialized frames. You don't buy parts for your bike from a certain company and then that money goes to Nigel the way that it does. Like if you buy an S&M frame, part of that money is gonna go to help pay the S&M riders. So I think there's a confusion there. And yes, it could be argued the whole concept of, oh, well, Nigel's a big face of BMX out in the public and what is he doing and whatever. He's doing positive things. He's not doing anything negative. So I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that in this news video. And normally when I do these, I have a little bit more time since I edit them to like flush through my thoughts. But this is just right off the top of my head. I think it's I think it's hilarious that someone is making money from big corporations and people are hating on them for it when there's people within BMX making money from BMX, from the BMX industry for doing next to nothing. I think that's kind of sad, honestly. Because people talk about sellouts and all of those things. Well, the problem is whenever people are making money from BMX and leveraging BMX as an industry versus leveraging BMX as a tool. And that is what Nigel is doing. He's making money using BMX as a tool. He learned a skill, riding bikes, no different than learning how to do anything that people do for a job. And then he's using it and leveraging it and leveraging that skill that he learned over time 
to make money and he's doing a great job at it I would say so yeah that's what I have to say about that there's an interview over here as well asking a few questions there's some pictures in here talking about riding in Jordans and honestly I know a few people who ride in Jordans so it kind of does make sense and maybe maybe Nigel will be a door opening for people to more people to ride for Jordan because it seems that they are good riding shoes so moving on from there the next part of the title is that the next generation of BMX what did I title it yeah the next BMX is in the future is doing well I'm sorry I'm jumbled up here I've got a lot going on today so this is gonna be a little bit jumbled mess but where that comes from is a video from the next generation jam in the Bronx at Malali skate park that just happened a couple weeks ago this jam is for the kids all of the kids in this video you can watch it and see how psyched they are and I wanted to talk about this one first because if there's any video that anyone should watch this week it's this one seeing all these kids absolutely ripping and just having a good time together and when you see one kid win something the other kids are stoked for him it's just really cool to see and to see Mike Patozny and Mike Hallahan and the other Hallahans and all of the people who are involved with this Messerl bike shop uh, Brendan Vale was in there and they gave a bike to someone who was in an accident and had to sell his bike and then was allowed to get back into BMX. It's just a crazy situation, but they gave him a bike and then the prizes that they had at this jam were like legit. They had a frame from Sabrosa. They had a wheel set, which looked like it had profile wheel or hubs on it. They had a whole week at Woodward for free. And when that kid won, the week at Woodward and realized that he had won it, the, the look on his face was freaking awesome. It was just really cool to see. And I think this jam was amazing. And I think anyone who watches this could take something from it and maybe be motivated to do something like this in their area. And props to Mike Hallahan and Mike Patozny and everyone who put time and effort into making this happen and focusing on the next generation of BMX because without a next generation, eventually BMX dies. As many old guys that are getting back into BMX right now, if there's no young guys at all 50 years from now, there'll be very few people riding. So the next generation is very important. Moving on from there, we have some really cool news for those of you who don't have anything to do this weekend. The Battle of Hastings is going down this weekend. So we can see here that the live stream starts in exactly a day, pretty much. So uh, it's going to start what looks like 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Convert that however you need to. And there's a lot of different things here, but I want to go over the event format because this is a really cool event and how they do it is awesome. What's up, Stony Old Fat Guy BMX, Kevin Jackson, Taco Slurpees, KP85, Tyler Hornis. So uh, the event format for Battle of Hastings, it says it's a unique team format allowing for captains to pick three of their favorite riders to ride alongside them. See below for all the sessions and event format. So Friday Plaza session, each team selects two riders from their team to film and edit in our plaza in one hour, which will be judged by our panel. Edits will be live to watch in the courtyard Saturday night and the results announced. Plaza edits are filmed in private with no spectators. We got France in here. Bonjour. So then the Saturday park session has two other riders from the team to compete in the bowl session. So each rider gets three one minute runs as well as attempts for their last trick, which is a good way to do things. 
Then there's the Saturday Best Trick Session. So each team selects one rider from their team to compete in the Best Trick Session. All riders will ride together and can use any obstacle in the park. Riders will be judged on their best trick and not overall performance. The Best Trick Session lasts for 20 minutes. Then Sunday, we have the finals. So the five teams, there are five teams, with the most points, no, there's like 10 teams. Then the five teams with the most points from the three previous sessions will make it to the final. And the finals follow a similar format to Saturday's park session, but with all four riders from each team competing. The team who performs the best in the final only is crowned the overall winner. It also says down here with an asterisk, awards are also awarded for each individual session, winner, and overall rider of the competition. So, what you can look for with the scheduling here is that Saturday Park Session, you can watch live at 10.45 Eastern Standard Time. It's live from the Source Park in Hastings. There's eight teams, not ten teams. I'll correct myself again here. Uh, watch all eight teams battle it out in the Source Bowl. Only the top five teams after all the sessions, plausible and best trick, will make it to Sunday's final. So moving on from there, Saturday's best trick goes down at 12.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That means that you're going to have to be up past midnight to watch this one. One rider from each team competing in the best trick, and the finals go down on Sunday at 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So there you go. And you can check it out on their YouTube channel. There's a link in the description below to this exact page. Moving on from there, we had some news that Julian Ortega is bumped up to the Eclat Pro Team. It was with this video of him shooting a gun. No riding involved in here. I don't even think I heard anything about the uh, bump to pro in this video. I think it was just him shooting a gun. So moving on from there, we've got a couple of videos that I thought were worth talking about this week. We've got one that came out last week, but I didn't get to it because I did the news early Friday. This one's called Tom Dugan, the hell are you Dugan? And it comes from a clip in the beginning where this old guy says, the hell are you doing? After he does something and he says he's going to like break both his legs or something like that. Not sure what that means, but this video is rad. Brock Rayford and Justin Spreet both have clips in it. And it's Dugan being Dugan, jumping off roofs, doing crazy gaps, and everything that he can get his tires on to do something crazy. Definitely worth the watch. Moving on from there, we've got one for all you dirt guys out there. Gabriel Chavez called Dirt World, or at Dirt World. This video, after watching this, this dude needs to be competing in dirt contests and X Games and everything else if he's not. This dude has tricks. The dude did a backflip Superman to turn down, which is definitely something that I think would be very welcome in an X Games dirt contest. And then he's got all these crazy tricks back to back to back and nailing them on these huge dirt jumps. He definitely has got like a trails element to him riding these jumps the way he does but he's doing like the big gnarly tricks at the same time too doing front flips and back flips and cash rolls and this dude rules and anyone who's looking for a trails video should check this one out and unlike last week where we only had a flatland video and no trails video this week we only have trails video no flatland so moving on from there i wanted to talk about the fit by co sf it to trailer i want to talk about this one because the actual video is going live later today so you can go to the link in the description to get to the trailer and then just click fit's youtube channel and it'll be live at some point today probably later in the day past noon i would guess to eastern standard time what's up jda taco slurpees in the chat so there's that video if you want to check that one out then we got another 
team video, Mongoose in Salt Lake City. This one is with Kevin Peraza and Michael Laren. It was after they uh, rode the Dirt Vana and filmed the Dirt Vana video that we talked about previously. You can check that one out if you want to. Then we've got GT Camp Vibes. This one is with the GT team at Woodward East. It's 23 minutes long. So if you're looking for something long, this is definitely a good video for you guys to watch. Also, a reminder to anyone in the chat, because no one was here whenever I first said it, if there's anything that I've missed this week or anything that happened while I'm doing this, bring it up. Any questions like that, I'll give a couple minutes at the end if there's anything like that to talk about. Moving on from there, we've got a video on the Dig YouTube channel called Building a DIY Full Pipe. This video is like 20-something minutes long as well. And it's like a documentary going over them building a DIY full pipe. And if you can imagine, I think this is dirt. I didn't have a chance to actually watch this one, but... Let's just click into here. It looks like, are they doing it out of dirt? or It looks, it's dirt in there, at least. It looks like they're doing concrete as well. I can't imagine what it would take to make a DIY full pipe, because you think about the logistics of that, you've got to build something that, you pretty much would have to just do it the way that they build it at skate parks, pretty much, it seems like. Don't know if you could halfway or rig it up somehow and not do it legit so moving on from there kareem's world is back it's called kareem's world people are doing stuff again and he's talking about all of the recent events the olympics and and things that went down this is definitely an entertaining one and i enjoyed watching it and he was talking about the news in bmx but hey i enjoyed watching it and i'm making a news video right now so i definitely think you guys would enjoy watching this one as well then moving on from there, we got a couple other interview type things that happened this week. First, we've got Billy Perry's 2021 video bike check video he uploaded called The Best BMX Bike I've Ever Built, and it matches his car. Pretty sweet. And then I'm going to refresh BMX Union here just to check and see if there's anything. Nothing new. We've got a Nikita Ducaro bike check over on Profile's website. It's just a list of all of the parts that she's got on her bike. Custom mongoose frame, Odyssey forks, alienation parts. Shout out to alienation. And uh, yeah, that's all we got for this week's BMX news. Looks like there's no questions or anything in the chat, but just shout out to everybody who's watching this live. We've got 20 people in here right now. JDA, Taco Slurpees. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. In France, in French, right here. OFG, OFAG, Guy BMX, Kevin Jackson, KP85, Tyler Hornus, Mike Heck was in here before it even started. And uh, yeah, TX Sam's in here as well. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed this one. I, let me know what you guys think about doing it live. Pretty much forces me to do it in one take. And that could be a struggle, as you may have noticed so far. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're new here or you haven't yet, when you're watching this in the future, consider hitting the subscribe button down below so that we can see you tomorrow for another video. Thanks for watching, and goodbye. Yes, Casey, I did talk about Nigel. It's at the very beginning. Check that out and leave your comment. We'll have the conversation there since I'm ending this right now.